with science by definition allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. <sighs> All right. Thus, <clears throat> you gotta clear the throat. Sometimes there's the phlegm. Already. Sometimes. You're lucky enough oh. to only have phlegm sometimes. I live in a world yeah, of phlegm. Well, I take care of my body. <laughs> I just, I think it I just have damaged, show. I just have damaged vocal cords or something. Like I, I got so sick when I was a kid with like bronchial shit that it just like never stayed the same. But that is why I think I have such a smooth, sultry voice. And so you've got a very good voice. It's like, I wish I could, uh, I didn't come prepared. So I, I was going to try to segue into it by saying, uh, it is the middle of summer. So this movie was appropriate and it's very very warm for both of us so i felt like i watched this movie in my underwear just sweating so i felt i felt pretty good on that thematically that that uh, that tracks um yeah this is the cult of cinema knowledge podcast jordan's in his underwear right now that always his shirt is actually just tattooed on um and i'm levi (laughs) his just trademark black tee really i mean really you should just get it tatted because then you just always just have a black shirt on anyway uh, I mean, I wear I wear a black tee because it's you know shows my your, laziness. Your colors, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this right. Is, I don't this know. is how I feel inside. Uh, I mean, I wear a black tee every day too. So anyway, right. so you might be wondering, hey Levi and Jordan, why are you guys talking about uh, why it's so hot all the time? Or you're probably not wondering that because you clicked on the title and you saw what we're covering today. So we're watching the movie Do the Right Thing, which if you haven't seen it. Then you might be wondering, <laughs> you're like, what does that have to do with the yeah. heat? Why? But it's like, if you've seen any promotional thing for this movie, it's like straight up about the heat, boy. Yeah. The heat, the heat of the racial streets. Oh, it's all about that heat all together. So um, the theme of the month was uh, we we're doing movies that take place over the course of like a day. Uh, and usually, you know, it's just a day flowing or uh, usually around a neighborhood or one location, which is a lot of fun. So, um, let me, Jordan's going to distract you all while I pull up my synopsis that I actually wrote, but it's trash. So, oh, it's good. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you're right. This, this one's nice too. Cause it just kind of, it's, it's like, that's, what's great about the 24 hour films is like, yeah, it's loose. It walks around. I mean, this is, this is a phenomenal film. I haven't seen this movie for a really long time. And I don't think I, I think I watched it in like half hour chunks or something back in the day because we watched it for school. And so it's like I uh, watched this for school. It was in one of the bonus class things. Oh, what was that what was that called? Film club? What was it yeah, called? Oh. I actually seem to recall because uh, Brandon Arnold did a shout out. I, I, he used to listen to these I episodes. Know. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, knows. he used to. And uh I do think because he did really like this. The first time I heard about this movie was from him. He really liked it, but I'm pr- he had the clean flicks version. <laughs> I re- this uh-huh, is what right, you guys definitely right, right. watched. <laughs> right, right, right. And it was Crooklyn too. It was like so. I don't even know if we watched all of. It. I think we just did like a Spike Lee retrospective. Yeah. And so we, I swear, we watched this whole thing though. At least I remember the like. No, you're from like, another dimension. You, you keep thinking that we covered Malcolm X. Malcolm which X. I've never well, seen dude, Malcolm X. I. I watched Malcolm X recently. I feel like now I'm like tripping out. Maybe because we watched. <laughs> it's like not on your letterbox or anything. You just like just kind of like. I know I wasn't on my letterbox, so I'm like freaking out. Anyhow, right. I uh, <laughs> don't know what else I was gonna go for, but I want to hear your. I want to hear your you synopsis. Know. Everyone out there in podcast land, we'll get it together. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, there's no promises, but so uh, here's here's what I wrote earlier on a on a on a whim. So. Do the Right Thing follows the neighborhood of Bed-Stuy in Brooklyn over the course of the hottest day of the year. Mookie, a young black delivery man working for Sal's Pizzeria, goes back and forth across the neighborhood, interacting with the small community. Among the many colorful characters is Buggin' Out, who questions why there are no black people on the Wall of Fame in Sal's Pizzeria. He vows to boycott the place and is kicked out for causing a disturbance. Sal's son, Pino, is a racist douche, while the younger son, Vito, does his best to get along with the predominantly black neighborhood. 
Over the course of the day, laughs are had, but many are cut short by racial and economic tensions bubbling beneath the surface. These tensions finally erupt when Sal smashes Radio Rahim's boombox in an altercation that quickly escalates. The police show up and put Rahim in a chokehold, killing him. Uh, Mookie, fed up with the cycle of injustice, throws a trash can through the window of Sal, sparking a riot where the building is burned down. With love and hate uh, at constant war with one another, trying to balance out as everyone carries on with their lives for better or worse. Is how it ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is, this is what that said. It's supposed to make more sense. How, right. Um, it does. Ha- I mean, it does have like a, it kind of has like a not satisfying ending. It's more, it's more like, it's very much indicative like of uh, real life. Yeah. It's like <laughs> shit happens and some people are changed by it, but it's just kind of like, you got to get up and just fucking go to work the next day. You know what I mean? Uh, type of vibe. <laughs> the Mookie doesn't have a job anymore. He'll get one. He'll get one. He's, he's a fighter. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's right, he's right, a fighter, right. man. <laughs> sure, sure. But he also so. just kind of seems like he's just like, he's floating around. He'll figure and it this out. Dude, yeah, this... that's what I'm saying. It's like, he's adaptable, baby. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, dude, I love, I love the, the film style of this. It's, uh, it's I, so cool. Uh, it gives me like slackers Yeah, vibes. let's back it up. Like, so I, you said you'd seen this before in chunks, but is this, so is this your first time that you, right. in recent this, memory that you like I, all consecutively watched it then at least? Uh-huh. Right. Credit to credit. Really, just like focusing on it, um, and it it's dude, it's it's still as like witty and fucking poignant as ever. <laughs> I love I love the writing of it, dude. I love like I... it's so cool that like you know fucking Spike Lee acts in it, and like I don't know that's and it's I cool loved that's it. Kind of his, like, like his acting wasn't particularly good, but like something about no, his but... young screen, like yeah, especially that character yeah. of being just kind of like a nonchalant, just kind of like, hey man, just drop it. Like let's fucking like he's just keeps yeah. trying to like calm the tensions down but he's not like the kind of guy i don't know he's like a cooler but like he's chill but he's not like chill like samuel jackson's chill that not that kind of well, chill yeah. but you know uh but uh this movie i i'd never seen it before this is my first viewing and it's been on my list forever but i'm like pretty familiar with you know spike lee's filmography i've seen uh quite a handful of his movies so i kind of knew what to expect going into this but this is probably like the earliest in his career. I've definitely seen this is like his third movie or something. Um, or, or his second, second yeah, or third, yeah, yeah like maybe. like feature. Yeah. And right, uh, right. but this is the one that like blew up, I think. And uh, so it, I I don't know. I wasn't ready for it. I, like I wasn't ready for how uh, how like fun and bombastic that it was. And it really did feel. You mentioned uh, slacker. And it really does feel like kind of ahead of its time because like by a few years, because like it then come the 90s with like everyone doing a like, you know, Kevin Smith doing his thing, which he like straight up in Chasing Amy, like straight up stills some of the shots from this where he's just like love and hate Chinese finger cuffs, uh, you know, basically. Uh Right. Oh, totally. uh, Yeah. it It definitely feels like very like this came out in 1995. But it's like eighty nine, which just feel is like even cooler that it's just like when they, adds to a timelessness it, of it. They shot it in eighty eight. It's like this is like yeah, that's wild. And, like, and it looks so good, yeah. man. It looks uh it looks <laughs> the really cinematography good. is fucking well, awesome. Dude, in this movie. do you know what's sick? They shot this. They shot this in eight weeks, and they literally shot uh it's almost like so it's weird. It's not they shot it chronologically, but chronologically with the scenes taking place at the exact time of day that they're written in the script, oh. they shot that time of day. So like they made it like they made it like ten times more frustrating for themselves, but it gives like it gives like pure authenticity. And it, like the cinematography, uh, the cinematographer like loved it that way because he knew exactly like okay, we're gonna shoot from noon to one. He knows exactly what to do. He could like set the lighting. Yeah. He could set the you know everything. That, that's interesting because I didn't set. I didn't really think about that while watching it that much, but I did notice that it really lend it to because since we're doing twenty four hour movies, it really does have a sense yeah. of time in a day because yeah. it's like you know in the morning it it is morning. I mean obviously. straight up, it's the first like the first thing he says is like wake up <laughs> like you know. It's I know. Like, yeah, and it's, it's just cool. like you know, and then like Sal and his boys roll into the shop and open it up, and then it's just like as the day goes on, it's like the hottest part of the day, and then the sun sets and everything. It's uh, it's great. I don't know, and just like walking around the neighborhood, just following Mookie well, and, and I, everyone else, just doing their thing. I love it, dude. <laughs> it's it's so sick. I got to post uh, on the Reddit if you guys uh, out there in podcast land come to r slash cold cinema knowledge. Uh, I'll post this like um, 
there's like a behind the scenes making of and it's it's cool they like they literally shoot it in bedford and they like built all the sets so like the the korean shop and the pizza shop sales that's all that's all just like like literally just built from the ground up it feels like it though because that's the thing it's like it really feels it's like on the street you know what i mean it's on the street yeah yeah. and it feels really raw but like a contained like, rawness that's great. Like like After Hours, where like yeah. Scorsese's <laughs> just like a fucking New Yorker in his like bones. That's same with Spike Lee. Like yeah. it's so cool like to see him being like like we're gonna shoot it in our neighborhood and like it, I don't know. It's just cool to see like all the extras are like legitimate just people from the neighborhood. And they're like there's there are a bunch of people that would like befriend him and like helped on set. Like they would just be like, All right, if you show up at six, you can help out, we'll pay you, you know, we'll get you like everyone there and it was just like it's cool to see like the neighborhood and everyone coming together and just i don't know that aspect well, is and it's is like and it, it's it got, shows in the movie too it's got a good cast and it's got a lot of like early like uh performances by people that i'm like oh that's like martin lawrence like what i know right <laughs> this I think weird this is, i'm pretty sure this was his first it makes, is like dude his it makes sense he looks like 18 no. <laughs> he looks he super does, young yeah, yeah. yeah and, he looks super young uh you know it blew my tiny little mind though so because uh, he's everywhere now, and I'm surprised I didn't recognize him at all in the movie. But it wasn't until credits rolled that I realized that bugging out is Giancarlo Esposito. Dude, oh, I know. What the fuck? Isn't that <laughs> isn't that crazy, dude? For, no, I like I did the same thing. I was until like, because he's everywhere. Ever since Breaking Bad, he's everywhere. Right. Uh, but I was like, wait, that's him. And then I like went back and I watched some of them. I'm like, that absolutely is. But it, what the hell? Like, it's crazy. It's so. And dude, he's he's like my favorite character in the movie. Like I I Bu- love bugging I love out, bugging out, bugging out rules, has, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. He like he like his acting is he's like the best actor. Out the, of every, everyone is everyone acts like they're kind of fun and they're playing like a character. Yeah. But he like I don't know bugging out just like melts into who he's supposed to be and like I just the whole time I'm like I like thought I'm like is this just like a kid like before I looked into it I was like is this just a kid they found in New York? Yeah, because he's got his energy, Basically, but it's all but, it's either it's like happy manic or like angry man like it's it's all over which is really kind of great because it does feel authentic to his character and his namesake also <laughs> i know right that's what i love too it's like his I, name works perfectly like I, uh, yeah you know i mean you don't know we watched it together kind of over line, online but i was texting yeah. about it uh but the fucking snap zoom when his shoes get scuffed <laughs> absolutely <laughs> slayed me like just his the no. snap zoom and his reaction that, was so good and that that scene is the funniest scene when they when they go to the dude who owns that wa- or the brownstone. He's like, it's like I own this brownstone. I just that that cut between like oh like you know the gentrification and like yeah. he's just like you're in my neighborhood and then like yeah he's like I own this and he's like I've yeah, lived here. Good. What did he say? Like I remember he's like I lived here longer than you or whatever. Yeah, he's like, I'm <laughs> like oh. I was born in Brooklyn. I was born, I was born in Brooklyn and they're like oh it's yeah. uh and I was not expecting because again from what I've known from like. Spike Lee, I wasn't expecting to be this to be nearly as funny as it was. His movies are always kind of fun in a way. Like right. they always have an energy that I appreciate with him. It's like kind of in your face, which I like. There's a levity. There's a like a levity. Involved yeah, but they're like with, there's you know, quite the of, a like, lot of the intention. like I laughed a lot, but then there is obviously the the, uh, the bubbling undercurrent, which is why this movie is so heralded, I guess, because it's just like there are so many deeper more complicated issues going on between the surface like the entire time and it's like well it, just, it keeps bu- bubbling I, up you know so and then obviously in the I'm climax like, the climax sure but even yeah just like like you but said throughout the, the whole thing. thing but it's like it's so like like spike lee's a, just a fucking kid when he's making this dude he's wow. so young and like he just it's it's like i feel like i feel like he he captures you know his life so well and he can put it onto film and I, I dude I just I love how this is written and I love I love like I love how he he expresses like racial tension and then like just racism in New York how like New York is like crammed together and there's so many people on top of each other for being it's because so New York's races. like the the uh, like, iconic melting pot of the, America yeah, essentially right? you know with right and it like and it's just it's so cool how he like goes between like they're the people who like are you know fucking I don't know it's just like it's wild to see like the racism and everything. And it's still just like, it's still, it's still so prevalent today too. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. Spike Lee was like saying he wants like, he's like, he's like, ah, we should end racism. (laughs) He wants to work towards that. But like, we're kind of like, I think learning now as as 2023, like you can't really like, you don't want to 
end it. You don't want to erase anything. You just want to like yeah. actually lift people up. And I think that's what like Spike Lee got to do with this movie is like it was like all black cast and like black producers and you know all, it's like, great. Now I wish I wish because like I said earlier that's like this came out in like eighty nine. You know, filmed in the late eighties. This should be talked about. It, like it, it probably is. Like it's influential, but I feel like it came a little bit earlier than like you know Linklater, the Soderbergh, the Quentin Tarantino, the Kevin Smith. 90s indie boom I feel like he should be talked about in the same breath as those guys when it comes to like that era and like that influence but I feel like he's really not I don't know like I, I like I it's, mean, it's I, too bad and it's I, oh, gee, I wonder I why you know right 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 exactly it's unfortunately like, well, you, but like yeah, we kind of we're answering God, but this movie here, but. Yeah, this movie was so good <laughs> like I, I don't know like I do I know, feel well, dude, it's I got feel such it's a good energy man though. oh yeah right yeah and dude, and it's great in the in the in the Academy Awards for the '90s, you know, 1990. Uh, they totally snubbed him, and like, yeah, someone, I can't remember what actress, but someone reading the best nominated movies, she's like, "There's a lot of movies here trying to tell the truth," and she's like, "The one that got missed was Do the Right Thing." <laughs> she totally went off script, and like, I was like, "That's, oh, great. that's fucking dope." It's good. I wonder. Yeah, good I wonder. Him, I'm curious. I want to go back and see what won that I year. Can't, um, yeah, right. And see all the things, but uh, I don't know. From the get go, I knew I was in for a treat from those opening credits, uh, which <laughs> know, is like public yeah. enemy playing, which is like the anthem of the movie, obviously, because that song plays like multiple times. But uh, Rosie Perez just like dance fighting her fucking oh. heart out over the credits. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ruled. And then like, I don't know, it's obviously got like that really bold uh, like font and everything. It's fucking, I like from the get go, I was like, okay, all right, I'm ready, you know? And it just right. never stopped. Wait. Like, the but movie it is, went it at such a good pace, like it never slowed down. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, phenomenal pace. And uh, it, it's got, like, it's weird because it is it's it is dated in its time with its, like, imagery, you know? But I feel like I feel like we see a lot of the influence of that time still now reflected in, like, this, in, in this dress movie, and in, oh, like, yeah. posters and, oh, yeah, you know, man. and everything. So, like, it's kind of, it's interesting how it's, like, it's super dated. It feels like public enemy. Like, it feels like the... The 80s, but it's like other than like yeah, the lingo and the fashion weird. of the time, this movie could have been made yesterday. But yeah, right. But like, even even then, like I the feel lingo like and some of the things. Like, but it's like, right. man, I don't know. Like some shit. It's like, and that's the whole thing too. It's like watching it, and you're just like, shit, don't change, man. Unfortunately, I know. Because uh, yeah. I, I was literally like, I was gonna be commenting to you in the climax. I was like, if this was. The only unrealistic thing about this movie is if it was real, they would just kill the guy and then he died. And I was like, oh, yeah. never mind. So, oh, of course, because yep. I didn't know where right. I was going with it. I well, was like, it's great. Too, they would just like they would just shoot him the... like 100 times in a, in a remake. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, no. And, and it's then like five other like, guys. It's like a choking. They they, they yeah, choked, dude, and choked and killed a black guy. It's like, hello. <laughs> well, you know, I know. Well, I don't know. Man. This is wild. the part. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, we're extremely caucasian and every time we watch a yes. movie like this uh i always feel very very caucasian <laughs> you know what i mean i know but yeah. it, but it's I like yeah uh that's something that spike lee does really well though is that like he obviously makes like uh like black movies like with like the, all the like raising people up like you said but it's like he makes such interesting like racist character like his characters are always so complex oh. that it, it really right. does reach out it's not like a lot of his movies don't feel like, oh, this is only for the black guy. You know what I mean? It's like this movie's for human beings about race. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's why he fucking crushes it. I don't know. This like this movie especially because it's like some of his other movies have really have done really well. Um, but I think that maybe that's why he's not as remembered. But this movie, this movie blew my socks off, man. I gave it I I gave it four and a half stars on Letterboxd. But it's like I want to go back and rewatch it again already. Like I just had such a good time with it. And it wasn't just mindless fun either. It was like good thought provoking fun with complex ideas and complex characters to tell those ideas that are realistic. So it's great. Right. I love, I love, I love <laughs> and, I, like, and I love, I love, dude, it's just, it is, it's like it, I, I can, I can tell that he is like literally just pouring his soul and like his, his life onto the page and like, you know, and he like, and he wrote this really fast, but it's like, it's great. It just, I love the character of Mookie. And I love that he, when he acts, he, he acts because it's like leverage to be like, well, I'm going to, I get to create a character and I get to create a movie where I'm going to act. And that saves a lot of budget. That yeah. was like, that's a big part of it. 
and it just gives him it just gives him leverage to be like an independent filmmaker. I, I like the look of young Spike Lee though. Like I think he's a he's like a handsome gentleman. I like his screen screen presence because it's not even like he's like it's weird because I really liked Mookie as a character, uh, but it's not like he's like particularly well acted. Or like even that charismatic of a no. character, but it's just like he's right. got such a well, great so realistic. presence. It feels, yeah, super realistic. Yeah, like I feel like and I know like, that dude. dude. <laughs> right when he's when he's interacting with uh, <clears throat> his girlfriend, or you know, like the oh, I can't I can't remember the character's name or the actress. Tina. Is it Tina? Yeah, Tina's oh, the yeah, character. Duh, Rosie, 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 yeah. Rosie Perez, I think. Yeah, is. right. Duh. When he goes, with I, her I and... love that. Oh, and that's right. She has to do the nude scene, and she like totally. In it, IRL, she like was not. She's not happy with it, but then later, later she forgave him, like because of, you know it pushed her as an actress. But anyways, it's just I've forgotten that. Like I love that too. I love that dynamic, and I love. I'm surprised the they mom. even used the her. mom's just oh, like, dude, I know, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny the thing about this too. It's like there's even with Mookie, who's like you know he's the protagonist, but the movie follows spends a lot of time with other characters that are yeah. not him, obviously. But it's right. like, even with him, it's just like, he's like, it's bad enough my son's name is Hector, you know what I mean? And like, he's still got these jabs too, because it's <laughs> yes. like, that's well, a course, real no, moment that's... in the middle of the sex scene. You're like, oh shit, man, like this is sad. And like, this it, is like yeah. a, a real raw moment before he goes back and ice cubes up her nipples and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, but this movie just does that. It just does the juggling well, act the whole time. And even, yeah, and even after that, it's like, it is, it, there's, there's so much like fear of loss and like, just kind of, I don't know. It's like it's like he leans into like stereotypes that that we have, where it is like you know, like she's worried that he's gonna leave. Like she's like, mm-hmm. you're just using me. You're gonna leave, you know. And he's like, no, I won't. And it's like it's weird because he like he has these he has these ambitions and aspirations, but he's like doesn't have any motivation or drive. And it, I don't know. I, it, like, I like it's just because he just goes with city. what he feels. You know, he's just like, if I gotta take a shower during the middle of the day, I'm gonna take a fucking shower. Like, oh, dude, no. He, no that so was the good. whole time we were, so whole time we were watching it. I'm like, I'm like, Mookie would have been, Mookie would have been fired. The the racial tension and everything aside, he just he's he's like he's. I love how and I love how it's like a trope in the movie where they're all like, ah, oh, Mookie, you taking one of your famous two hour lunch breaks or uh, whatever. <laughs> like, I just you can tell like it's like oh, he delivers he's a pizza, stereotype takes 90 as minutes, like the like, slacker <laughs> dude. You know what I mean? It yeah, takes forever. But he kinda, like, Come on. I love, but I love how he kind of like. He just does. You can tell, like, he is a fixture of the community because he just totally, like, he does kind of take his time and he goes around and I don't know. And I love, I love that, like, Saul is like, he's like, oh, we've lived in this town, we've watched people grow up, and it's like, I think it, it's sad to see, like, you know, his his building get taken down, but like, you're like so torn because, like, I think Sal's the best written character. Like, but, Sal is. Uh, a very complex character. I think that Spike Lee wrote him really fucking well just cause it's like, right. he's super well, sympathetic. A lot of the movie, you know, and it's like, he's very much like, no, this is my culture. These are my people. And then it's just like, but it's just like, there's, it's still there though. You know what I mean? Those biases are still there and they obviously right. come out for the worse at the end of the movie, man. And it's, uh, I don't know. I think that was really well done, but his character, like I really liked him in the performance. I forget the dude's name, but the performance, by Sal was also well, a killer. <laughs> Danny Danny Ao or something. Yeah. Ao. And don't even get me started yeah. on John Turturro, man. He's becoming one of my quickly becoming one of my favorite yeah. actors. Like he's top well, he's five easy for me. I definitely want to go back into his like filmography and see some of his stuff because this is an older film of his, and he like he, God, he just he acted it he acted it so well, and it definitely was it's it's a it's a role that he was not super comfortable doing but he like working with like watching him work with spike lee and everything is like it's really cool to see them because like, he's create that he's character. like the most villainous character in the thing like he's the most overtly racist you know what i mean and like right. kind of just a piece of shit and scheming and like picking on but his you brother can, and like but it's you can tell though like like he's a character that he's a character that's he's racist because he feels he feels like he's trapped and he does he has that like pure white supremacy where he feels like he should be he should be like doing more with his life. Yeah. He's My friends make fun dad... of me and everything for right, coming right. down to this black neighborhood and then his dad's like, then they're not your fucking friends, but, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. And like and yeah, and Saul, like that is why Saul's so complex, because he's like and it's it's wild because you can tell like Saul's character, he knows he like he he tries he tries to be like supportive of the community, but then he wants to hold on to like things that, 
you know, <laughs> that the 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 pitchers. That's like he's the, got his such own a, such pride too in himself right, his own pride in above things. all. Cause yeah, he's like right. you know he's like a. Oh, and, I've been feeding these people since they were kids. Like, and Mookie, you're like a son to me. But at the same time right. of the day, he's using that to inflate himself to make himself course, feel like he's yeah. like this white savior kind of guy that kind of comes in. And it's like, oh, look at me. I'm like, you know, feeding all these people. And I, but he's got his Italian heritage on the wall of fame. And it's just and like, that, yeah. if he would have just been like, you know what? You're right. And just put up a picture of like, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. or something. Like, why not? Something right. Well, and I love I love bugging out. Like, who cares? It would have resolved the whole movie. He, like, it's so cool that that dude, he's he is a black Italian. Like, it's so funny that they, like I, know. I feel like he wrote that for him because he's like, it's you only have uh, American Italian. I still here. can't I still can't get over that as Giancarlo Esposito because it does not like it looks like him, but it doesn't it, it looks like no, he got flash it, fried in like the 2000s or something like he yeah. like got stuck in a tanning bed like he's lighter skinned now but he's just like so grizzled like looking now right. i don't know what happened i mean he's still a he's still a handsome man and everything but it's just <laughs> he looks so much more different just he's known as gus, if you don't know what we're talking about everyone i mean you ought to oh. it's gus fring from he's, breaking bad yeah, right breaking bad. well but, he's uh, 30 years older so I, that'll do it but yeah no, but mean, even spike lee and like john Turturro and those guys i'll see them I'm like, oh, it's Martin Lawrence and fucking stuff. And Burrell from The Wire, which is the only other one. I don't know the actress name, but uh it's wild. I don't even I don't even remember who he is. I know he's is he one of the three Yeah. One of those three Dude, which those guys those guys are, are amazing hilarious. too. Like, God, they're so good. I love well and I love it too because it's like you have you have like you have like generations too. So you, you like you have I love like like sister mother. She like she is like you know, lives like the mayor and sister mother. They, God, don't they get me started on Demare. This, like, God, this the movie's elders, so good. dude. I know. The, I love yeah, Demare. Demare. Demare is so. Cool. I haven't even talked and about like, Demare. He's like my favorite character. I know. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what's fun? He's well written uh, too. Yeah, uh, mother, sister, and Demare—they're married. I, I saw <laughs> something like, about that. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's super cute. I think. I think they might both have passed already. Um, I imagine so. But I think. Yeah. Anyways, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Ruby his picture looks identical which, as he did in this movie on IMDb, which usually means you did true sadly yeah he did he passed <laughs> oh he passed in 2005 and then ruby d let's see if she is passed so she passed in 2014 okay okay made it yeah 19 she was born 1922 she died in 2014 good job god damn but all right i'll, yeah, never, I'll uh, never be that fucking old but uh i know man <laughs> but i love i love their character i love the generations too you've got yeah, yeah. you have like elders they're like really old and then you have the guys that are like in there like maybe you know 60s, like 50s, 60s. 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. The guys like 50s, hanging out 60s. on the stoop. And they're just, like, just yeah, hanging and they're, out. Yeah. And I love how like they're shooting the shit. And like they just, I love those guys. They just fucking, they were like, they make fun of each other. And then they're like, they've got like, you're like, you're like, oh, racism really doesn't know any bounds. There really isn't. Like there's just, I think there's different like power dynamics is like system systemically. But those guys, they're like, they're racist as fuck. And you're like, you're like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, well, that's like, the whole, that, that's the whole thing, man. That's what's like also so good about this is because yeah. uh, speaking of like them being racist and like everyone having a fucking right. problem with someone else, it's how the, our fucking country is built around. But this whole scene yeah. that uh, has everyone speaking Dude. all their biases directly to the camera, like fucking that hardcore slurs. That is so slurs. cool. That is so cool. Dude. First time I ever <laughs> saw that with spike lee was in 25th hour because there's a scene that's kind of like that in 25th hour uh have you ever seen that with edward norton no it's it's uh, it's good and but that scene in that movie really blew me away because of how direct and like it was like getting all these like this venomous shit just yeah. directly at the camera but then this movie did it which well, obviously it came almost first, like it almost and I was like, like ah, it's just like better. equal if you will almost kind of like equal the playing field and it i think it's just like it's trying to like reflect like how fucking similar we are in our hatred, yeah. like how well, how kind of like silly it is that we all have exactly this. Like, well, and it's and, sad and how it like exists. It's wild that we like can mask it too, which is interesting. Exactly, yeah, right. Because that's like their inner thoughts, and they're saying it right at the camera, which is super bold and uh, a really awesome choice for the filmmaking. But it just shows this systemically. It's like we're conditioned to like always. There's always got to be someone under us, and it's really right. a shame because it's like that's how it goes. It's just like. You know, uh, got Polo or whatever his name, John Turturro's character starts it, and then everyone oh, has know, another yeah. racist thing to say about someone else, and then he's like, 
goddamn Puerto Ricans, and then they're like the fucking Koreans, and it's like it's always someone always like something about human nature that it really taps into at the root well, of racism. We, if it's like people always right. gotta have someone to shit on they're, to make themselves yeah, feel better, have, and that's like a problem with society. Tribe, you know? Yeah, it is. It's weird how we have that. Like we have our groups, and then yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It's like. It's cool. It's a it's cool great. commentary. That, that, I thought and that was love, super powerful. Like but, this, but it's great because the, the like the 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 takeaway is the police are awful and they always have been. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they always will be. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where I love it because it's like it's like they bring all this like all these people that are just trying to survive together. It shows their like their vitriol, their racism, and then how they how they like communicate and how they meld together and how they like hold a neighborhood together, and then the like the true the true like instigators are the police who have like all authority. It's, it's wild. And they like, they mil- Matilda. Oh my God. What is that word? Matilda. Oh my God. <laughs> <They laughs> militarize. Militarize. Thank right. you. And it's just like, even, you know, forever and always they do this. And, uh, God, what were we, what did we watch the other day where it was like a uh, set in the twenties and it shows the same thing. Like they're just firing. They're just like blasting yeah. into the building. John Turturro, oh, my that? big boy. It was Miller's oh, yeah, Crossing. Was in Miller's Crossing. Thank you. Yeah, Miller's Crossing. It's like police have been doing this forever. And I love the scene. I fucking love it when the cops show up to the fire hydrant scene. Yes, dude. And then like the dude, the dude's like, oh, what is he? God, what is he? He's like, he's something like he's like, oh, they're f- oh, they got my car. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, they fucking they got. Dude, I love that how they drench his car. And he's like, he like. What an idiot! Why did he try to drive through there? He knew they were like if they, fucking kids. And that's the thing: Their if, kids are gonna fuck your shit up. If they them with idiot. respect, they might not have though. You know, it's like if you're just like, hey, do you guys it's mind true. if I drive through real quick? And like, don't blast but, me. But he immediately came at it. Oh, he with immediately hate, yeah. hate in his heart. Already had his already had his bias. Yeah. yeah, and so, but I love it, and I love it because I like you know what's gonna come. Oh, yeah, but then it's, it's so great. Good. The cops <laughs> show up, and it's like it's almost like it was kind of fun. That scene was kind of fun, and yeah. then when the cops show up, they're like they're like what what's his name? Billy Bob or whatever. I can't remember. You know what he's. The guy's like, he's like, what? Are, he's like, how do I know? I didn't see their face. How am I supposed to know? He's like, his name's Joe. He's like, Joe. Does this Joe have a last name? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, the cops, the cops fucking hate everybody. No, yeah. they they don't give a fuck because <laughs> they're, they're yeah. they, they're, no, they're yeah. the boss. They're the power <laughs> trip. Right. Well, right, right. That scene is a great. Uh, my, there's so many like microcosms of like what the rest of the movie does so well, which helps it fit together. Because that scene is a perfect example. It's like fun, frenetic. It's like super raw on the camera work, but then. The camera work gets really steady, gets really kind of on it. Yeah. The cops show up, but it's still kind of played for laughs. But it's there's like this tension when they're there. Like, you know, the crowd disperses. They shut down the fire hydrant. He's like, if you yeah. make me come back. And it's uh-huh, like right, right. fun's over, but it's like they're still ragging on the guy. And we're like laughing at his expense. And so you're like, oh, haha, you know, and the, but you're like, ooh, ugh. like that's kind of not good. Like they're kind of like it's like on edge, like it, things can always go bad. And the cops are around, yeah, especially, you really know, though. in those neighborhoods, unfortunately. And then at the end, I mean, when the cops dude, show up, too, you're like, oh, this ain't going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, on top of it being the climax, you are it's, yeah. it's still like you're still like, oh, shit. Well, the tension's a lot higher than just a fire hydrant. So it's like, yeah, yeah. But, but God, I don't do that. The ending, the ending for me is a little tricky uh, because it like it kind of it almost breaks my heart a little bit like the no one learned anything. But like. But like we, there wasn't like that's something. That's to what's be real. Learned. It wasn't like, like a big I mean, come to God moment. Like yeah, no, right? There wasn't no. They're not shaking hands and like smiling. But it kind of is when he like he gives him five hundred bucks and he's like, "You're a rich man," and he's like, "I only I only get paid for two hundred or something." Whatever. Tries you know, to give it back and everything. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I owe you fifty like, bucks, but then he takes I owe you it 50 anyway. Bucks. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I know, right, 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 right. And it's like it's kind of fun though because like, I think I think he takes it because like Sal Sal like you know doesn't hate him in it in a weird way like even though you know he kind of instigated this it's like i think and then sal's just kind of like it was one step forward two steps back because of everything because now it's like you know uh john turturro's character has got way more hatred in his heart now right obviously and so does sal now for sure and that's what's unfortunate but it's just like you know they still have this relationship this connection like a couple you know 20 minutes earlier in the movie sal's telling mookie Oh, you know, you're like a son. You always have a place here at South Beach because he just was riding that high. He had a good day, uh, yeah. but a bad night. <laughs> I know, right? Did not go well, but it's just because of his pride. You know what I mean? And again, it's like it roots from it's like he does. He thinks he's not racist. You know what I mean? He wouldn't call yeah. himself like he's like, no, 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 no. You know, That's but it's just right. like something but... he still feels like he's better than them, you know? 
uh, and that's why it all blows apart. I, I like the ending, how it comes around with the next day, but I was really hoping it ended with Smiley hanging the picture up in the oh. restaurant. I thought it was going to end yeah, right there. Because <laughs> it's so good. Where it's just I, playing, dude, smi- you know, the power, and he, he hangs up the fucking the picture yeah, of Malcolm X Ma- and all that. Uh, yeah. So good. Smi- Smiley is a good character. He's great. I, I think he, that's like, what you meant that- by when you're like, it's dated. You know, like these days, it's like, uh, they would act. Well, I mean, even, that even then, he's acted well. No, well, I think I think Smiley even does. I think he just like he just existed. We didn't we don't necessarily have nowadays. We have more like more parameters for a character like that. Like we we know we know like we know more. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's well, like he's still he's still like an ableist character, but I feel like I feel like he does kind of exist in this neutral ground. Yeah. Where nobody. Nobody's like nobody's like outwardly hateful towards him mm-hmm. i think it i mean except for obviously the like the antagonist pino he's definitely the, mo- the most the most like violent but he's just violent to everybody yeah he's just an asshole. um yeah right right right. so he just he lives but, yeah. but, but i just, think it is, I think is, it is funny when exists. they just kind of like they're like yeah they're just like smiley i'll give you your money later you know <laughs> like, like I'll buy i know because even later. mookie's like dude just leave me alone i know i like yeah <laughs> like he's yeah, just there right but yeah. it's well, Mookie, Mookie's kind of like that though for everybody. He's a little yeah. dismissive to everybody. He is. He's but, just like, kind of like charming, just drop in it. a charming way though. I he don't is. Know. He's just like yeah. you know, just drop it. Everyone like fucking take it down a notch. Like quit being so quick to jump to like whatever extreme, you know. Uh, but yeah, Smiley, because I, I feel like nowadays, like I don't know, like in the background, it really clicked with me with this character. Even then, it's just like he just kind of he doesn't get the help he needs, but he's like he has his place in the community though. That he just like exists, uh, doing his own thing out there. Who knows what his other rest of his life is like? But they're like literally mishrassing him. You just hear somebody yell off screen, "Leave him alone!" You know that boy ain't right. And yeah, uh, right, right, right. It's just right. like you know, it's just like he just like that's who he is. Like he's just out there, you know, doing his thing and selling pictures, which is great. Well, we want to talk about who's doing his thing. It's Demare. That guy, Demare. It's so good. Thing. Like I don't know. Like it's he's almost like the secondary protagonist. Like he doesn't, he's always just there in the even scenes that aren't about him. He's just like in the background with his beard. Well, I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be. I mean, this is this is just my speculation and like what I've what I've surmised. But it's like pretty sure he's just supposed to be Mookie <laughs> in the future. Yeah, I can see that. And and I can I can like I mean at least that's what I feel like. You know. Yeah, just the generational Mookie, difference of Mookie. You know. Hopefully, right, yeah, it's just someone who someone who's like stayed in the neighborhood forever you know uh, and like and then mookie kind of i feel like i feel like he's i think spike lee is kind of you know aware of that of that person and how like you can just stay in a neighborhood for so long and like be a fixture but it also can kind of like i don't know break you and just yeah it just kind of erodes stagnant. erodes anything that you like really yeah. it's like stood for you kind of become like this kind of passive everyone's like oh sad old drunk and all this but, but like but it's like they could be sad or drunk but then he's got like He's got the fucking sickest things when he's just like, ah, oh, doctor, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's calling everyone doctor and he's just like, and he's like, do the right thing, man. And I'm like, oh, it's so, so good. cool. I know it comes from yeah. the fact that because I obviously opens with uh, the whole opening and then Samuel Jackson is the radio uh, love yeah. daddy uh, who also yeah. fucking rules. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Great. but I know. He's like, it's going to be a hot one today, you know, and then and then it, but then the next character you see way before you even see Mookie is Demare and he's in bed and he just wakes up. He's like. Oh, oh god damn it's hot <laughs> like yeah like the first yeah thing that's he says so good. good like yeah i don't know it's it starts so strong and it just keeps his foot on the pedal the whole time the only time it ever even sl- slightly slows down in my opinion at all is when he goes to meet up with rosie perez for like the the sexy scene i yeah, feel like i know the sex the sex it, scene it could have been always, cut but i feel like it i'm always anti yeah. i'm always anti-sex scenes though but i think it i think it was fun for him to do like the ice, the ice was like you could definitely tell like Spike Lee's a young kid in like that behind the scenes. He's definitely like laughing about it and kind of like it, it, like not. I don't think he's laughing about it in like a perverted way as much as just kind of like oh, it's gonna be like sensual and silly. But he's also like we're gonna need a lot of ice. That was like <laughs> that was his thing. Like on the on the call sheet for like props, he's yeah. like a lot of ice. <laughs> and funny. so it just kind of like it's it's like it's fun. He like I mean he's it's it feels well, authentic sure it, but it i'm feels just always like, anti-sexy and I it feels him. essential right. because it is the release valve even though like right. i said it still is that tension a little bit in the house the tension never goes oh, away sure. 
which is why yeah. it's so good with comedy because you're like laughing to kind of like <laughs> to like let some of that Ooh. tension go. But um, it's the blow off valve not only for the character but for the pacing of the movie. But like from the heat, even like every the whole scene is just a relief. Like I felt like I yeah. came down a couple degrees from <laughs> sweating so hard. Well, I mean. You know, I don't know. <laughs> the ice is like he opens the, the, the freezer. It's like the one time in the movie. Oh, dude. And it's just like yeah. all the like, you know, that's everyone, the, everyone yeah, knows dude, that that's feeling when you open the freezer in the dead of summer and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like those that that served that point. But uh, yeah, man, before shit got real bad again, you know, because then there was no humor <laughs> in the end. No, not yeah, not really. I mean, um, rightfully so though. I I think that it's like I knew the whole time watching. I'm like, I know this isn't gonna end good because I know. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel the tension. You know, I feel the bubbling. Like it's the the you know the inciting fucking rising action the whole time. I'm like, it's everything's just escalating a little bit more and a little bit more, and I'm laughing a bit. You know, in between these to like blow off some of this, and then it's just like. I kept hoping I'm like, okay, how's it going to, how's this all going to pop off? And then when it all finally does, and it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And then like, it just, uh, you know, Raheem gets killed and Mookie goes over and just starts dumping out the trash bag. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> like it yeah. just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Oh man. And then he just yells, screams, hate as he like chucks it in there. You know what I mean? Uh, which was <sighs> yeah, excellent callback to another one of the greatest parts, but- uh, probably one of the most memorable parts in like yeah, and- cinema from this movie yeah. is the love and hate is the love and hate yeah. uh bit with that, radio Raheem doing his speech about the you know the left hand and yeah, the right, right hand the left hand and the right hand dude it's so sick which is and also that, a callback to night well, of the hunter which is great sure yeah callback it's like and that spike lee's knows his film history obviously oh yeah he's definitely and, a cinephile man it, like it plays it plays into like malcolm x and martin luther dude it, like it it lives in those two like oh yeah you know the and and the two like popularized because they both they both can they both like you know, knew and would like stand for like, you know, being firm. It's like, they, I mean, they both vi- like, yeah, they both have wanted the same thing, outcome, but they had different ways right. of getting there, different ideologies but, about how to handle it. Yeah. Which, and it's like, that's the core of human nature is the love and the hate, the balance, the cycle. Yeah. You know, you want sometimes love wins, sometimes hate wins. And it's always like this battle back and forth to attain balance in life. And so, like, that scene wraps up. That's, like, the thesis statement of the movie and of, like, what he's trying to say about just human nature and racism and culture and all this and especially tying it back together with Martin Luther King and Malcolm X with their photo and then their fucking quotes at the end. And then their quotes which, at the end. Which well, were, I thought was super like, powerful. Yeah, it's way powerful. And it, like, balances, like, it's wild because we still live, like, you know, in the world where it's like they like the the violence and they go and they talk about like black people have been killed by cops and like, you know, black people have been like, you know, abused by the police and the system. It's like, I don't know, just using know. using the names. And it's like it sucks because it's like I know they drop all so the names and, and it's it like works. We yeah, don't the know from them time because we don't know. But it just it just keeps going. Right. This was over 30 but years it, ago and it just this keeps... 30 years ago. And we're yeah, we're still like Burrell. Yeah, still Burrell. I'm just going to call him Burrell because that's who he is to me in the wire. He even says like, you know. He's like, never, ha- like, you know, we're not even safe in our own neighborhood, The uh, Martin Lawrence says. And he's like, never have been, never will be. Yeah. You know, all this. Right. And you're just like, God damn. It really does, like, this could have been made a couple, like, last year in that sense. I know. All right, I better pull up a Reddit, because uh, obviously we like this movie, so I guess we could just keep gushing about it. <laughs> but yeah, right, right. Obviously well, we're I know. fans, I'm like, you know. I have, like, well, it's funny because Jade, she's, that's that's uh, Spike Lee's sister. That's fun. Oh, yeah, nice she's little- great. That's a cute little, yeah, cute little. I love how, yeah, I love how like she, it like it's so realistic. Like she gives him so much shit. That's great. I know they have, they have a good relationship because even at the beginning when he wakes up and he's like terrorizing her, she's like, "It's Saturday's my only day to sleep in." Fuck off, Mookie. You know. Yeah, it's <laughs> great. All right, I got quite a bit of comments on here. All right, so here's a couple of reddits for you. Oh, uh, you want the money minute first? Or oh yeah, give me going? give me the money minute. I was just I mean, trying to be prepared it, for once. It definitely this is this is like what. It is. It's kind of. I know. Yeah, you were. No, you were doing great. Uh, but this is like Spike Lee. I mean, to I. I feel bad because my, my like, you know, like black film history is definitely lacking. Um, I mean, you know, get into it some more. But uh, Spike Lee is definitely one of the like 
household names, and this movie definitely rocketed him there because it was six point five mil to shoot, and it made over thirty seven million. Nice, which yeah. is a which is a great yeah, that's great. Yeah, that is great, and yeah, because it's like uh, it's a pretty like that's a decent budget, all things considered, especially like for the time and for like kind of a more well, of an indie project, for, but it's still and, pretty right, small overall. Yeah, dude, six point five is like yeah, that's that that's, was yeah, Paramount, yeah. Paramount. Or it was, yeah, I think it was Paramount. I'm pretty sure it was Paramount. But, uh, cause he was, god damn it, what was it? Paramount, I think. He was with a different studio. And then the studio was like, you gotta, you have to completely change the ending cause it's too, they're like, it's too, it's too, it's gonna like, incite powerful. real <laughs> riots. Uh huh. Everything. Well, no, really, that was their, like, I know that was people their are saying that. Right. And it's like, I'm like, I'm just like, oh, it's so wild. And Spike Lee, this is like, art, a quote motherfucker. Like, like, <laughs> well, and, and Spike Lee's like, white people watch Arnold Schwarzenegger murder people all the time. And, you know, white people aren't rioting. So he's like, he's like, give me, give me a break. And I was Seriously. like, oh, that's great. But, uh, anyways, so he, yeah, it's like, I think that, I think that's a pretty big budget they gave him. But I think he, I think he did a lot with it. And it looks, dude, it looks beautiful, man. And shooting on film is such a, like, that's such a huge part of your budget, too. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah, for I sure. Think they, and it I looks, think they shot. Because it's like, dude, it, it looks, looks great so good. for like, especially yeah. for like more of a, like more of a middling lower budget. It's like the the cinematography was excellent. <laughs> and yeah. it's like uh, the movie looks so hot because I actually I don't, I don't remember where I saw oh, it. But I read where it's like the production design. They're like taking out all the cool colors. Uh, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. all the oh, colors, that, all yeah. the colors are red and orange. And yeah. Everything. And it's yeah. just like in the yeah. city. They're like, nah, get that blue thing the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? There's no blue. Yeah. Um, it's great. So anyway, uh, so Derek Eater to go says saw it the week it came out in 1989. Oh, cool! Just saw it again on a plane a couple weeks ago. Excellent, John Turturro, Danny Aiello, Giancarlo Esposito, Spike, Rosie Perez, O.C. Davis. So so good. Could have come out in the summer of 2020 to be honest. Uh, Dude, yeah, great. Ah, that's all. I'm glad you got to see it. In '89, I I know I, that's so I, cool. I, like I always try to appreciate newer movies that I see now, yeah. and right. like you know, ever since I was alive, anyway, and been in the film that I'm just like, oh, I hope this movie like has like the impact because I mean, we, if you've ever listened to our episodes before, me and Jordan are always like, oh yeah, I saw it too. So yeah, we were there. We saw it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, I know. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it, yeah. it is like a point it's of pride. The rest is like how pride, yeah. how did it affect you know what I mean and what was it like. Uh, going in, so uh, thanks for commenting on that because that's always fun. The movies that we missed out on, I literally just watched this for the first time the other day. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> so, Gordon Gano says, "Top ten American film contender." I have never had an experience like watching "Do the Right Thing" for the first time, and each time I revisit it, it deepens for me in so many ways. There's so much to love in this film; it makes my heart hurt. That's a top tier comment. Thanks. Yeah, dude. Thank that's, you. That's nice. I, know, I I agree, man. It is like I just. It's like it's so cool because it's like it's it it is definitively a black story, but like it's a human story, man. I mean, like, it's, and it, it is like they like, said it instead of fucking and I, an American story, man. American too. story, like it feels yeah. no, and that's totally, and a New yeah. York story. Like it really it right. accompanies so much, you know. It's got the comedy, the drama. It's got a it's got so much going yeah. on, man. This is uh, I can't like how old was he when he made this. He's younger than we are now, know, look, which is bullshit. He's got to be. He's like late 20s oh, or 30. Oh, guaranteed. 30 yeah, at the yeah. most, probably. Anyway, look it, look it up while I read a couple more, because now I'm like curious. Because he looks he looks young as fuck, especially uh, now. No, yeah, he's like well, he was like 26 or so. 26? He was, born in 50, he was born in 57. Okay. So 89. So he's even more than that, right? I what is that? He's almost 30. Yeah. That's yeah. like fucker. <laughs> anyway, no, uh, he looks young as hell though. He he lo- he's such a whippersnapper. Yeah. He's he's cutie. I know he's <laughs> he always cracks me up. Anyway, so my first watch of this, but it's been on uh, Clones of People Two says my first watch of this, but it's been on my radar for years. This was incredible and had consumed my thoughts for the last twenty four hours. I didn't expect the comedic tone, which really works to humanize all the characters while everything heats up. This mm-hmm. made the impact of the film so much more powerful rather than making this as a gritty drama as it so easily could have been. The soundtrack, the colors, the dialogue, and the people were all so vibrant, and it all felt so real. This could have been a documentary at times. It's both amazing, but also so sad in how relevant this film still is over 30 years later. 9 out of 10 for me. Losing a point just for the unnecessary and out-of-place sex scene. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm I, I Clones are people, too. Thank you yes, for thanks. commenting, and thank you for... I'm, I, I like... 
I don't know. I'll get to the, I'll get to the root of it one day because I'm like fucking a hundred percent pro sex and like I I'm like I love like you know yeah anything, you're not like a prude sexual, or anything but yeah but you're like, all, every time there's a like, sex scene in the movie hate, you're like Mm-mm. I think it's because I think it's like I don't know it I, feels I, cheap I can sometimes of, I'll think of a lot, I'll think like of a, a different of scene because ninety yeah ninety percent of the time a sex scene is like it's either it's either forced it feels very it feels yeah. very forced um or just like it just yeah like you said it like you said that's like one of the biggest parts that like derails it or at least you know like slows it down it usually like a sex scene comes in and unless it's for comedy's sake yeah which, this, this felt like i felt like this is one of the better but, ones but generally sure, speaking right. unless it's a movie that's like like i i think that david fincher does sex scenes pretty well because they're either to make you uncomfortable or it's sure. like an erotic weird thriller like sexy thing right. like basic, and it's always got some instinct. weird kink in it too but fincher because fincher yeah a right but. Well, I'm thinking like like David David uh or not um Cronenberg. Yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah, Cronenberg does, He's always got like a, his, eroticism. Yeah. It's like yeah, he has eroticism and his sex scenes like the sex scene in Videodrome. It's not really a sex scene. It's a <laughs> like, Cronenberg sex scene or like a fucking I, flesh I, tentacle going yeah. into a weird gaping I, wound. I know, right, right, right. <laughs> and that that to me I'm like, I love that. where it's just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just right, right, right. Licking the part. It's not even like it's not even like they, he doesn't do a, he doesn't do traditional sex scenes. Yeah. That's how come it's like it doesn't bother me that way. But I think when you when you just when you take a story and you take two characters and they have they have a sexual history um, and then you like you have to stop and be like here it is. Those of you who are like, listening, I, I want to know. But, those of you that are listening, yeah. go comment. I'm I'm gonna make a fucking post about it. Or right. if I don't, go email us. What is the best sex scene you've ever seen in a movie? Like. Honestly, that his like not just like oh that was the sexiest sex scene, but like what's the most effective sex scene in a movie? My, my I, this I, isn't I this think. isn't my answer. <laughs> I gotta think. This is not my answer. This is this is my this is like my my blueprint or this is like the the sex scene I always go to that really bothers me is in fucking Desperado. It like it's like so like <laughs> he, she like pops a bullet out of him and they fuck yeah. and it's like. I just so like it's so like that that is like every sex scene I think of I think of Desperado where I'm like it's so forced and bad and like I don't know so that's the thing I I'm I know I'm like there are sex scenes I like like Amelisa I loved I loved the sex scene in Amelisa oh yeah that's uh, up there that's up there that's really good I'm like I'm trying to think but Amelisa like that's so experimental just on its own (laughs) intimate (laughs) sex scene ever made by puppets (laughs) (laughs) ever arbiters and actually. There are actually more sex scenes by puppets than you'd think. But, There's a lot, but it's like, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just wild because it, like, that sex scene works so well for, like, the story, too. It, like, I guess I like I like when people have sex scenes and then they're, like, they're, it's, like, awkward and depressing. And then afterwards, they're, yeah, they're like, Yeah, when it's, like, well, integrated. That's why I'm, like, <laughs> a, like a sexual-type yeah. thriller. Like, another director, I think, does it okay. Some of his movies are, like, maybe over a little over-sexualized. But Paul Verhoeven... Right, uh, I know. Basic instinct. You got those. yeah, like you know something right. like a like a like a sexy like erotic thriller, yeah. like where where it like serves the plot. Sure. Anyway, we're well, we're off and track. Like, and like even like, <laughs> we're, and, like we're in the girl, girl with the dragon tattoo. There's like sex scenes that, but they like service. I mean, and you know, and they're not like true. They're not like true romantic sex scenes. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm like, I it doesn't, I make a post about it because I'm I'm genuinely curious. I want to reach back into my film lexicon yeah. and try and figure out what i think is the most effective sex scene i'm i'll, right. I'm, I'll make a post about it <laughs> hopefully i don't come off like a creep i'm gonna say it because <laughs> i'm curious I know. well I'm like, no give me it definitely give me yeah. your best give me your best sex scene what's your favorite one <laughs> <I> know, yeah <laughs> yeah we can go we can make what, a website where we go and we, what's the juiciest one you've ever seen <laughs> yeah what, what's the time stamp tell me the exact minutes <laughs> all right but. uh what a, what a, I feel like we're missing something. So that was, we're we're almost at the hour mark. Oh, so I know we're got, yeah. I mean Travis usually, but he's he'll he'll come That's next right. week and then that was, uh, let's do the right thing for you. We uh, if you haven't seen it, yeah, I, I do I do believe that this is required viewing. Like I think this movie. Oh oh a hundred percent. I think this movie is fucking excellent. If you like movies, like I told my wife, she didn't watch it with me, and I'm like, you really, you, I think you really would like this. Yeah. Uh, next time I watch it, and I will rewatch it. I'm like, you gotta watch it with me. So, um, so for sure. So if you haven't seen it, uh, go check it out. If you have seen it and it's just been a while, uh, hopefully this got you scratching to watch it again. Go watch it. I know. Uh, I gotta see more Spike it's Lee not, movies because nice I haven't. Warm, I want to see. Watch it. Uh, I, I haven't seen Malcolm X, even though Jordan in an alternate reality. I know. We apparently I did have, a podcast about I, it. 
I don't know. I really thought we did, but that's like, that's the one where like, I like, it's something is weird in the back of my head. Like, cause we did, oh my God, we've had this conversation so many times where we've done a podcast and you didn't know it. I do all the time. Like, you're, you're yeah, like, you do that all the time. I had to go I'm back like, and check. Cause, uh, uh, so it was this next uh, week. Inglorious. That's right. Inglorious Bastards. I had to you go, were like, I you were go. like, we didn't do that. I'm like, yeah, we did. We did. So anyways, I but, had uh, to, I thought we did 12 angry men after I oh, posted it. I was like, fuck, did right. we already do 12 angry men? Cause I watched it. Uh, like not that long ago, so I'm like, did I just watch it on no. my own? Like I must have, but I I went back and had a double check because I was almost like, oh fuck, we're gonna watch something else, but oh, we never did it. So, spoiler yeah. next w- for next week. I mean, I was about to tell you, but uh, <laughs> the movie for next week that won the poll is Sydney Lumet's Twelve Angry Men, 1954. Mm. Like and that. I'm, I've never seen it, so I'm excited. I didn't to know that. Watch That's it covered. I. Cover to cover, because yeah. I've seen, I've seen so, yeah, I've seen the first, seen like, the first scene, half yeah. hour, and then I saw the uh, the scene where they the deliberation and stuff, and they talk. It's one of those movies. Room, it's iconic as fuck. Is, I'm actually kind of surprised that, like I was saying to you earlier, Jordan, I was surprised that it won the poll, just because it's like, yeah, it's excellent, but it was up against some pretty other big movies that are more like fan favorites, if you will. Like this movie's like, mm, yeah. yes, this is an important well, piece of cinema. I feel like, I feel like at least, at least in the in on reddit specifically because that's that's mainly i mean we, we love everyone out in podcast land we love you guys and like we we want to hear you like on instagram and we'd love to get you like you could just email you know cold of knowledge at gmail uh we you can come to our website cold of and leave comments on the movies and we'll like look at them and i we love to hear from everywhere but reddit is our reddit's our main focus and i think we it's get a lot of people on there that like 12, 12 Angry Men is every time like our movies post or I do cinema feel post, like, like it's taken it, us. Twelve Angry Men's, yeah, it's it's taken us some time, yeah. but at the end of the day, uh, we're we are a film club, and so I imagine a fair amount of the people who are part of this are because they love movies, and so like yeah. it makes sense that it's like you know the popular vote. I thought because sometimes you guys do pick the fucking whatever is going to be the popular movie, and it throws me off. Not the like film movie because I thought for sure on this poll I thought Breakfast Club was gonna win because Breakfast Club yeah. is like so iconic it's uh, great I've actually only seen like half of it so I didn't I wouldn't even count it but. well super super bad oh wow you really only seen half dude okay yeah but super bad super bad was super bad came in second and that was one I thought was gonna win yeah that's what I'm saying so it's like you I never thought, know I thought for know. sure you really never know but it's like uh, you know it's we get the film club interaction I'm glad people are kind of like getting more of the element of like, you know, there's a week, watch the movie, then come back to a po- the post that's like four days old at this point. Yeah. Comment on yeah. it, you know, to kind of get the flow of it. Cause it's like, uh, for a long time there, I'd only get posts within like the first day, but now it's like, I get it, you know, as long as it's a movie that people are watching or are interested in, it's like, I get a steady flow of posts all the way up until we record, you know, cause I got a, I got a post earlier today on there. I didn't, I didn't read Gats, but you should read his. Uh, oh, okay, cool. It's pretty funny. So anyway, I know. I always, yeah, this I is not his kind of movie normally, but he really, really liked it. So yeah, and that's so cool, dude. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're doing. That's what I love about yeah, this. He's gotten exposed. I, I'm glad I finally yeah. forced myself to watch it because this is one of those movies that's been on there forever. But uh, I, and I, I think it, I think it's like it's probably Spike Lee's like strongest. Yeah, I've just been kind for, of intimidated. Just ambition and everything. Yeah, I've been intimidated by it because it's like so revered, but also because Spike Lee's movies are heavy as fuck. Like yeah. they have a, you know, like they have a sense of humor or like an energy to them usually that are like kind of in your face, which I like, but like going into his movies, I'm like, oh, I got, this is a mood, you know, I got to be ready to, you know, fill my white guilt and everything. And, yeah. uh, but in this movie, I'm like, uh, this is his best movie I think that I've seen. Well, so there I'm it is. Excited to <laughs> there it is. There it is. 12 Angry it. Men next week. Um, and uh, yeah. well, I want to say thank you to all of our patrons. You guys rock yeah. out there. You rule. You uh, support us, and you make me feel like rubbing myself with ice. Yeah. So that's really nice. I feel like I'm hot as shit. You gotta watch this movie, dude. Hot as fuck. Just turn your AC off. It does. Get, 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 get immersed. As hot as possible. Get immersed. Yeah. <laughs> Just sweating. And uh, if you come to our Patreon, you can subscribe to get bonus episodes. Yeah. Which we're gonna do a bonus episode. 
soon. We're going to do a bonus and episode and have, here shortly. We have more bonus episodes out. Yeah. So we're we're back in it, baby. We're like yeah. at least once a month. That's the that's the goal. We're going to get a couple maybe a few months here. We're doing we're a, just, yeah. We're, we're doing a bonus episode about uh, Asteroid City next. So if that's something that interests yeah. you, Come on over to the Patreon, bud. Three, three bucks a month, and you get all. There's so much fucking hours of content. And, and I just, stuff. I just watched Asteroid City, yeah. so I'm excited to talk about it with you. So. I know, me too, dude. Yeah. Let's go for it. All right. Well, anyone, thanks Bye, for guys. thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on the floppy. Do the right thing, please. Do, yeah, just do the right thing. Because <laughs> it's the that. Right thing. I like it. I like it's just like do the right thing. He's like, yo, okay, because that's easy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that, oh, of course. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye.